All right, welcome back into Pick Week Nights again. I'm Harrison Arndt, joining the board. We got the host of the Walk On Weekly, Jeff Grace Third, and Sam Hoiberg, both in studio today. And again, if you guys want to join the show, starter Heyman text line 402-464-5685, as well as we're streaming on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, and Allo channel 951. Um, you know, real quick, we didn't even get to the Eastern Conference, but out of the East, are you guys favoring anyone in particular? To me, the East seems like wildfire. I don't know where the hell James Harden's going to go. That's, that's another thing. We didn't even dive into that. Um, I don't even want to. I'm kind of I'm tired. I'm just so tired of talking about that guy. He's he's a headline stealer, to say the least. So James Harden, we don't know. But is there anyone in the East that you guys are really thinking um they're just gonna take off right when they left, or someone new gonna show up? I'm gonna say another team that's probably two years away that could be really good is the Cavs. Cavaliers, yeah. yeah. Like Evan Mobley, Garland's really good. They got just a bunch of just young picked players. up George Yang. Yeah, my guy. <laughs> What is your what is your uh, why do you like him so much? Play for my dad, I would okay. say. Yeah, I got a right. really good relationship with him. Do you still keep in touch with him? Yep. Oh, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. So you, you ever talk to him about the NBA and when he's kinda I haven't got to like really like talk to him a bunch, but like mm-hmm. he'll send me messages on Instagram every once in a while, just like responding to stuff, send me texts, but not nothing deep. That's cool. No. So I was always kind of curious to have that cool connection that your mm-hmm. dad, your whole family's kind of got that basketball connection. Anyone anyone else in the East though, we got the two-year project Cavs. I'm thinking it's probably going to be the Bucks running back up to the front. I think Giannis is going to come back. Well, sounds, after this, after, yeah, I, I think he's probably done. It sounds pretty dumb. Yeah, I think he's probably done. Maybe give him, you know, this year and splits, but that's kind of where I don't think he's a guy, though, just because he's planning on leaving. He's not going to give it his all. I mean, yeah. No so that's why I'm not worried about. I think the Bucks probably run back up there for one more season. I was just curious about the comedy he made when, like, he was, like, talking about it. Like, he was like, if they're not all in, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I don't I was like, what? I don't know what that meant. Like, because like, he doesn't seem to me like the kind of player that's like LeBron James kind of, uh, how do you want to say, having his influence on potential trades. Mm-hmm. Like, he's never, yeah, I've never gotten that kind of image from him. So when he said that, I'm like, what do you mean they're not, you know, going all in on Yeah. Because he's got the super max. The only thing I could think of is, like, he's not getting the players he wants. Uh, be honest, doesn't seem like a guy that's requesting trades either for certain guys to get traded. Oh, it's I think firing. Oh, I think firing. Oh, that's, yeah. was big. That's, a good, that's a good point. That was so unnecessary. I, I mean, Giannis that. was hurt that series and the heat went to the finals. Like, well, in the timing of it, the timing, the yeah. timing of it was horrible. That, there was that, no reason to do it at the time they did it. And they did, had did all they the, do before that he got to the finals. I, I want to say, well, I can't remember. It was right after uh, the brother. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, def- it was right after his brother died. And I think like, that was before was dealing with the that Heat during the... the... So, yeah, it was before yeah. the Heat were in the finals. Which, I mean... Yeah, that's the... He won a championship recently. Mm-hmm. He's a great coach. I mean, my dad talks about how he loves how Budenholzer ran, ran his offense. Like, well, he sniffed out Giannis and said... You got to remember, too, at one point, I mean, Giannis, yeah, he was, like, somewhat of a promising player, but he put a ton of focus on Giannis it really made him the core focus when he wasn't Giannis yet when he wasn't when he didn't look like this massive guy that we see now when he looked like this string bean out there so yeah he, he definitely gets a you know I think that's bad fire you see that a lot in times with the NBA just coaches, yeah. yeah just moving around all the time especially um, nowadays yeah I think the Bulls are probably quick to get a new coach here soon and just yeah for, which no one's been healthy like yeah to give them a chance yeah they it, were good when they were healthy like when this. they had uh lonzo ball fully healthy fully healthy healthy ox crew demar Derozan, zach levine that was a good team in the east they were making a nice run and then i mean it's, if, yeah it's just unfortunate for coaches if your team isn't healthy and you guys don't do well your fan base is gonna 
pressure to fire the coach. And mm-hmm. a lot of times those GMs succumb to that. Well, even uh, when James Harden was on the Houston Rockets, he shows up to the season out of shape. He's not trying. Mm-hmm. He barely wants to play. Head coach gets fired. Like, how is that? Is that Mikhail? I think that was Mikhail, yeah. Yeah. I'm uh, I'm pretty positive. I'll double check here, but I'm pretty sure it was. Um, any other teams in the East before we talk about Husker football? That's that's pretty much it. I don't see a yeah, ton of teams in the East. That's a weaker that, conference for sure. I was gonna say the Bulls, but like with Lonzo, I, I really can't see. It. Yeah, Bulls are. I'm just writing them off. They're uh, they're in contract hell to yeah. say the least. They're just not in a good spot right now. Um, hopefully, hopefully Lonzo Ball comes back. <laughs> he shot, he fired back at Stephen <laughs> Smith, which is funny. Um, but again, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Did you hear James Harden talking about the uh, GM? Oh, yeah, with Daryl Morey? Yeah, he called him a liar, and I will never play for Daryl Morey again. He is a liar. I'm just tired of James Harden. Stop signing four-year deals, man. If you don't ever see yourself playing somewhere for four years, stop. just stop signing them. That's, obviously, he can do it. He's the superstar talent. He knows people are going to keep risking that because he is that good. So who though am I to tell him what to do? But it's driving <laughs> me insane to see that continuous pattern of behavior. Um, but again... I'm going to leave it there. James Harden gets me so fired up every single time. 402-464-5685. We're going to switch it up to Husker football since it is Thursday, 7 o'clock already. We're kicking off Go. at Minnesota. Um, I'm super excited. Everyone's super excited. How do you guys see this game going? I, I You know, we can go ahead and give our record predictions since you guys are obviously are going to be here before the game any other time. I don't love to give a record prediction because I don't want to like. Okay, we can just do this. Thoughts about the game on how you see it going. I just want to say, like, I love what Matt Rule is doing right now, and all like mm-hmm. it seems like everything they're doing is right. And every player, like, I've become good friends with a lot of the football players this past like off season, and ever I haven't heard of a single person talk down on the new staff. Like, everyone loves what they're doing, and I mean, I don't know if necessarily they're gonna be a ton better this year. Maybe they will, maybe they won't, but I don't think there'd be any reason to panic. I think they're going to figure this thing out eventually for sure. Yeah. It's year I, one. Yeah. I mean, it's year one. It's the first game is going to be an away game. There's going to be those nerves, a lot of pressure. I don't think it's a great idea to like buy in too much hype. Like I see fans saying that we're going to win 43 to seven. And I think they're serious. I'm like, I hope Let's you just understand. get a win. Let's get a 22 yeah. to 21 win. If anything, just get the W. Not to mention yes. Minnesota is going to hold on to the ball forever. So yeah. to try to get that many points on yeah. a team like that. I don't love building up expectations too high, especially when everything's going so right. I don't think there's going to be any reason to tear them down after the first game because it's game one. But, yeah, I, I'm confident. It seems like everything's going well. Mm-hmm. I'm just really excited to watch. Yeah, Minnesota, like you said, no reason to hit the panic. Um, I Again, I'm – I know you guys won't give your predictions. That's fine. I gave mine on Sunday. I do think Minnesota wins, but at the same side, you know, to see Nebraska winning as well. I would not be surprised. I'm right way. there with you. Yeah, it, it's to me, I think the last three games have been decided by seven points. It's mm-hmm. a total coin flip. You play a team like um, Illinois, Wisconsin, uh, obviously Minnesota. They're going to run the ball a lot. You're going to have a chance. Biggest thing, just don't turn the ball over because if you turn that thing over, it might be another seven minutes the entire quarter goes by. Jeff, your thoughts on Minnesota Thursday, seven o'clock on the road? Um, just like in, in general, like uh, for me, what I've noticed, like going on the train table and like seeing the football players, it's like a different feel. Like this year, I don't know. Like, I guess just like with everyone coming in new and like uh, the whole new staff and everything, different approach. Uh, it's just like a whole different vibe. Like 
uh, I don't know if you've noticed that, Sam, but I've noticed a whole different vibe, like a whole different approach to mm-hmm. like what they're doing, and like they're actually like buying into like everything that's coming together. So, um, I mean, first game you can't really expect that much. So, uh, I feel like it's gonna be a really good game, but for who wins, I just say Nebraska will win. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just hope for a good game, honestly. Yeah, and it, that's what gets me excited. You know, if I was a coach, I would hate to have Minnesota. Mm-hmm. As a number one team to play off the bat, but as a fan, uh, it's great for us because we can kind of see right away, you know, where is this team at? Because you got to remember, PJ Fleck, man, that's a program up and running now. You know, I know they lost some offensive linemen, they got depth at that position. He's been, you know, Matt Rule hasn't had that chance to develop his guys yet. So, again, I still think it's going to be a close game, but I would not, you know, I'm still going to peg Minnesota as the favorites probably win this one. I think it's something as close as a field goal or, again, another mm-hmm. single score game, uh, but it'll be interesting. I will say this though, Minnesota, that's a team that's, I mean, that's two years in a row now. It's nine wins. I think they're fourth in offense last year in the Big Ten, and that was only 28 points a game. But like I said, they don't, you're not going to get the ball hardly ever. So it's going to be a game of taking care of the ball. Um, and I'm just super excited. Thursday, seven o'clock against Minnesota. 23 17 Skurs. 23 17 Skurs. I like that. You got one? I say 27. 27 we'll go with 21 okay 27 21 and uh you know i'll, I'll just go ahead and we go 24 28 i think minnesota just barely holds on uh that's gonna be it for me though that's jeff Ooh. that's sam <laughs> <laughs> and this has been the walk on weekly catch you guys next week <laughs>